What's up, everybody? It's your boy Demetrius Frazier, and we are at episode six of the first run about how to start and open a bookstore. And I'm and I'm mixed. I'm 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 here with mixed emotions. I'm I'm sad. I'm happy. I'm sad because it feels like an ending, which it really isn't. Even though I still feel that way, so don't tell me how to feel. Uh, I'm happy because six episodes of full run. That's an achievement. I'm, I don't know what to say. All I'm going to do is give you some energy, give you some excitement. But just know that I'm on this super emotional roller coaster right now. I'm going to try not to cry. I'm not and laugh and do all of those things at once. So uh, we, we said we we're going to end this, this particular season with like the clarity and the excitement that you're getting ready to open up a bookstore, right? So this episode is specifically around, all right, you have arrived. You're getting ready to open the doors to your wonderful store. And so what we're going to do today is talk about that and give you some game, give you some tips and pointers and all of that good stuff. So again, just like last episode, get your pen and paper out, get some notes. Hopefully this matches up with some of the things that you've already started writing down. If not, maybe it's new stuff, maybe some good, good additive things. All right. So the one thing this episode attaches back to is the episode we did around knowing your community. It's very important for this particular part because your store opening, if you do it right, is a celebration with your community, not a celebration by yourself. Okay. So what you want to do is take all that information, the things that you know about your community that you had back in the previous episodes is now come back and do the work to see how you can build that into your opening. So here's what I would suggest. I can't predict your timeline. So you're here and you're getting ready to open a store or you were going to open a store. You're going to open a store. I'm not sure where you are, but let's go to the point where you're like, I'm working on it. There's some stuff that's got to be done to the store to get ready. I have some time until the day it opens, but should I be doing stuff in this, this time? Should I be working on stuff? The answer is yes. And so if I had my way, here's how much time you would have. Now you're going to adjust this based on your own plan. So one, I would have a six month in advance set of, of activities that I need to do for my store. I'm not talking about the getting it fancy, ordering the the shelving, stuff like that. I'm talking about how can I attach to the community? Because here's what I know. The more time you give this, the more time you can learn and adjust. If you're doing this at the one month mark and you're like, hey, I need to talk to my community and drum up business and that stuff does. It needs time to breathe. So let's give it. Let's just say you have six months to work with. Here are the things that I would do specifically in that six months. One is I would make sure I have a clear and understand understandable connection with my community. So my community is all the people that live, work, worship, play in my city. So when I go to open a store, I am serving that community. Make sure you have introduced yourself to the local churches and schools and the fraternities and sororities and uh, universities. Also think about the, the other nonprofit organizations that may be in your area, the social groups, you know, there's, there's groups that are doing great work, 
They love to support business, but are you talking to them? If for nothing else, shake a hand, introduce yourself, give them a flyer and say, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're opening up. We would love to talk to you about how we can get our store in front of your audience. Cool, right? All the teachers should know that the bookstore is opening in their area. All of the librarians should know. We'll get to that group a little bit later. But everyone possible should know that you're, you're going to be opening the store. Another group that you should do in the same six-month time frame, because this one takes probably even more than six months, but you definitely want to address this as early as possible, is your local city government, your local officials inside of the council, inside of the the specific agencies, especially like the economic development and Department of Education, things like that. You want to know all those folks and they should know you. Your city planner should know that you have a store that's opening up. They may already know because of the applications, but just, you know, go on to the, the idea that they don't, right? They, they have a hundred applications that they're seeing all the time. And maybe your name popped up. Maybe it was apparent that, hey, this is a bookstore Maybe they kind of had an idea what your mission could be, but is that what you want? You want them to have an idea or you want them to know, right? So that way, when it comes time for new things happening and developing the city, they know who to call. The business community is somebody you should know. We've talked about this in previous um, episodes on this run. You definitely want to make sure you're tapped into the business community. So not just the organizations that help businesses, but the actual business owners. So if I was to open up a bookstore and as a local coffee shop, that is a natural uh, synergistic relationship between the two businesses. So you want to make sure we're all on the same page. How can we help each other? What do you have going in your shop that I can have boosted in mind, vice versa? Here's a, here's a really good example. So here in Richmond, I mean, not in Richmond, Petersburg, Virginia, they have it in Richmond too. So I'll get to that in a second. In Petersburg, Virginia, they have something called Second Friday for the Arts. In every local cultural center, like your art galleries and your libraries, they open up to do something on that Second Friday. It's it's up to them what they do. Artistic expression is the umbrella. But the local businesses do that as well. So that's one natural partnership that's already there that, hey, I just had to come and participate. But then there's also ones that I can create with my personal relationships with those businesses. And I don't want to miss any opportunity to do that, especially when it comes to my first couple of weeks. Why would a So here's the question. Why would a local business want you want to partner with you on your first couple of weeks? Think about that for a second. It's your business. They're not making any money off your business. So why would they want to support you and be in partnership with you? Well, think about it from their seat. I have a business that's already open. I am hopefully successful, but here's this new infusion of energy and demand in the area. I want to tap into that a little bit, right? Um, I don't know what kind of vibe is coming. So maybe we talk about that in the, in the partnership talks, but it's definitely new, new foot traffic. Possibly it could be some new customers, possibly. So yeah, let me talk to this new bookstore owner in the area. There's something I can benefit from this too. And when you talk to them, you want to talk about stuff like that. Hey, um, I'm a black bookstore owner in an area where there's not a lot of black business. 
And so guess what? I'm bringing, I'm bringing a new clientele. So yeah, it'd be great for you to one, help promote me, but also I can promote you too. Uh, especially if there is some, some match in mission, right? Do, do they try to make sure they have diverse clientele, diverse leadership in their organization, all those things, if all those things match up, Hey, good partnership, right? That works. We can help one another and you can especially help me get, you know, foot traffic for my first couple of weeks. That's really important to get that infusion. Another set you want to do is obviously talk directly to your, the citizens of your community, the people, not the businesses, not the organizations, not the churches, not the institutions, just the people. So how can you do that? Where are those people? These are questions you want to ask yourself. Here it is six months. Let's just say you're, you're doing like us. We opened up in June. So from January to May, end of May, where are the people? Maybe you have some local uh, festivals. Maybe you have a uh, Chinese New Year celebration. Maybe you have uh, Black History Month celebrations. Maybe you have Women's History and Appreciation celebrations. Be there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how else to put it. Be in those locations. Wear your T-shirt. Do you have a T-shirt? Do you have a T-shirt with your name on it? That was a mistake we made. We, we weren't branding ourselves. Like, so make it very clear who you are. I know it sounds corny and cheesy and you wear t-shirts like you work at, at Disney world, but guess what? You want to work at Disney world. Disney world is a multi-billion dollar organization, right? So why not take the opportunity to say, I'm not here to be pressing anybody. This is not a direct marketing sale, but gosh, darn it. If books are your thing, and I have the word books on my shirt and you're interested in that. Yes, I am going to talk about my bookstore. Just present the opportunity. Let people know. Maybe set up a table, right? Get get on the vendor list for those festivals or those in, those um those instances in the area and just see what happens. You have to get yourself out there so that way you can get the traffic in. So that's where I would be in my six month part of the plan. There's more levels as you get closer that I think is really important as well. Here's another thing that I would do before I open up my store. And this is depending on the timeline for the store opening and when all the repairs and setup is done. I would definitely do some building promo. And what I mean by that is as the store is evolving into what you want, do some little uh, short reels on Instagram. Put some put some pictures up in the window even though you got it, you know, curtained off so they can't see coming soon. Here's what's going to happen. Here's the date we're opening. Put a picture, put a picture in the window to say the the brand new uh, reading experience is on its way. Whatever you do, as far as your brand, use the building as, as part of your, your promo. I would also do some like uh, before and afters and walkthroughs and talk to the contractors and, do some little short videos to get those out. You never know what that will do to build excitement for people. Like, oh man, it's almost here. I remember that building. That building was a piece of trash. And wow, they're building a brand new space there. I can't wait to go see it. It may be even just enough for them to say, I'm very curious. I may not even want to buy a book, but I want to go into the store so I can see what the heck they did with that old, nasty, rundown building. Or, I do love books. <laughs> I like books. I can't lie. I want to go and see this store open. 
all right, well, now you're giving them, you're getting that little taste uh, of what's, what's to come. So do some building promo as well. And last but not least, I know we all want to get our stuff out into the media, social media, radio, TV, newspaper, whatever, you know, websites, things like that. But a lot of those are closer to the event. So when you, when you send out a press release, you should have a press release, by the way. If you want to send out a press release, the TV and radio, they don't really want it until about three to four weeks close, close to the event. But, but, and the, and the group said, but, but what you do want to do is get to know the media personalities. So maybe you start following them on Instagram. When you see them at these local events, hey, just want to introduce myself. Demetrius Frazier, I own a bookstore. Oh, wait, I own a bookstore that you don't know about. Let me tell you about it, right? So this is your way. They always want good, feel-good stories. Every news anchor across the country would love to have more and more local news stories, especially if it's something that's new and innovative. So if you're the only bookstore in in the small town or big town, they want to see that because that's a new thing that they they could talk about and promote. So that's all the stuff before, right? And I know we skipped a few steps because we just, you know, in the interest of time, you want to have all your your goodies there. You want to invite as many people as possible. Don't don't limit yourself on who you invite. Invite everyone and invite them multiple times in multiple formats and multiple avenues. Make them sick of seeing your stuff so that <laughs> they just like, you know what? I'm going to go because I'm tired of seeing this thing. It must be good. I got to go. Right. And ask them to share and get people in. Bring in. So there's some things that I would do. And before I say bring in, what I would do is have a plan for how you want the day or two days or a week, whatever, however long you're going to do it, that early celebration of your store. So some people elect to do a soft opening. So soft opening is, hey, I'm going to open it. I'm not going to do the big boost promotionally, but I just want to get the store open. I want to get some transactions going to see how this thing works. I put in this, this process of how my, my employees and staff will address customers. I know where the books are, but I'm going to do a soft opening to see if I got that kind of right. So I'm going to invite some people in. I may invite the media to a small interview and I'm going to do a soft opening to get the, get the kinks out, fix them, and then go to a grand opening maybe three weeks, four weeks later to then have the big store. That, that, is, a, that is a known tradition. Stores across the country have done it. You do not have to do it, but you, it is a good practice. So have that in part of your plan. Make sure on your grand opening, here's some things that always get missed, um, and I want to make sure I highlight these. Make sure you have a plan for how your grand opening is going to flow. So for us, we had, you know, our local business community organization came in, did the ribbon cutting. We had statements by the local, we actually had the mayor and local congressman. We had um, words by myself as the owner. We had a song. We had the national anthem, you know, that kind of stuff. But that was our flow. We had that written down. Everyone knew it was going to happen. So everyone who was a part of the program had to know when they're going to be going up, what their piece is. And then when we have that down, now the staff has to know that. So guess what? 
The staff is outside enjoying the space. Make sure to take pictures because we got social media. But when they see me go up, they know the ribbon cutting's coming. Get your cameras ready. And oh, by the way, get ready to go in the building and get ready to service customers. Let's get that going. The other part that that helps with is then, do you have the right setup? Do you have too many people? Do you have enough chairs? Uh, Where are you going to have this? So we had ours right outside the front of our building on the sidewalk. Guess what that does? Hey, it's great, but the, the city requires, you know, some permits to do all that stuff. And guess what the permit process takes? Time. So you want to make sure you have that built into your process. Um, you know, if you're going to have something right in front of your building, and let's just say yes or no, they allow you to block the street, but maybe just do it on the sidewalk, do something small. Do you want to block off the cars right in front of your buildings to get the great camera angles? Maybe. So maybe you got to cone it off or put your car there. You want to have all these little knickknack details. The other thing that I think people miss is they don't plan for success. So let's say you are successful in getting all these people to come to your event. Did you capture it? Did you have a videographer or photographer to see all this? Cause that's good promo for the next couple of weeks and months and years. Also, do you have enough seating? Do you have enough books? Do you have enough staff to handle this? Cause what happens inevitably whenever you have the most people and the most stress comes on your system, the system crashes. It's a thing. The bookstore POS will crash. How do you handle that? Do your employees know how to handle that? I was at uh, a friend of mine's um, grand opening. Overwhelmingly positive. So many people there. She was running out of books, right? That's a good problem to have. POS, somebody's going to be packing these bags. So she was. She had people, it was herself, no staff at the time, but she had a you know mama and cousins in there kind of running the register and make sure customers are taken care of, make sure like even the flow of the line. So think about if your line is 10, 15 people long, they really want to buy your books, 20 people long. Where's that line going? Is your store big enough to handle a line? And if, and if it got longer and longer, where do you channel people? You need to know that, right? So have your plan ready so that when this success happens, you know what to do with it. So what if you open up at 11 a.m. and they buy out the store? What do you do? Do you just close the door? Like, all right, we ain't got no books, go home. No, no. What you want to do is engage those customers. Maybe you can take some orders. Instead of them having to take a book home today, you can just talk to them and say, look, we also can order a book for you. I got to order books, obviously. I don't have any books, but I can put an order in for you. And oh, by the way, your book can be here two, three days, whatever your service level is. That's the kind you want to engage. You don't want to lose any ounce of this opportunity. And guess what? You can also say, you can also say, hey, this was so successful. And I want to talk about it on my social media platforms. I'm going to record a video about how, how much we were overwhelmed, how blessed we were and all sorts of good stuff. This gives you an opportunity to take, take advantage of that. So you should have a plan that not only spans well before your day of opening, but it should also plan for all of the twists and turns that could happen. Now you're not going to be able to get all of them right. 
For example, the day before it poured down raining, power outages. We had no plan for what if all the power goes out. There was just no, there's no plan for that. I could go outside and sell stuff by cash and maybe use my phone to check people out. That was a possibility, but I can't funnel people inside the store and all the door. I mean, all the lights are off. There's no heat for the hot water. So when people are washing their hands, it's going to be, you know, cold. I, it was June, so it wasn't really hot. So that wasn't an issue. But a lot of stuff changes. I had an open mic plan for that night where, you know, poets came in, did some performances. I had a DJ, no electricity. <laughs> what's the DJ going to play? He's scratching, scratching like the Flintstone era. I mean, what's, what's the DJ going to play? He got no electricity. There's no speakers. There's no microphone for the poet. I mean, we could have went old school, but you got to plan for this stuff. Stuff's going to happen. But I would absolutely plan for it. No joke. Absolutely plan for your POS to have some issues. A card doesn't get taken or it's slow or the screen freezes up. Something. Plan for it. It's going to happen. And it's going to happen at the worst time. Or it's going to happen so early that you're like, you know what? This is going to be a pain in the butt. What's your avenue? What's your off ramp? So if you're using Square, for example, and I think a lot of these other ones have it too, you can have a Square register and that's where most of your transactions will happen. They could tap to pay, insert, swipe, whatever. So let's say that, let's say that goes down. You can always switch to your phone, check people out that way, you know, especially if you got barcodes on everything, check people out that way. They can tap to pay on the phone. Or you can put in the plug, the square reader and swipe. So there's a, there's that possibility that doesn't work off the internet. It will now be working off the cellular. So let's say the internet has an issue. If square itself is down in my instance, square itself is down. I can only take cash or I can trust people take their card number down or they can trust me to be honest, writing their information down to do card not present. That's, that's a very, very, undesirable uh, outcome or avenue. The other thing you could do is say, Hey, look, we got PayPal. We have Venmo. You can start paying us through that. And I can give you my code for my phone still works. And you can do that. There's ways around it. And if those people came to your bookstore for your grand opening, they most likely want to support you that day. They came all this way. They, they love your mission. They love what you're getting ready to do. They want to support you. They'll, they'll be okay with, you know, going with left and right, if you have a plan present and ready. So I for sure would have a, um, a digital payment option that's ready in case the system goes down, the, the main system goes down. All these things are really important for opening your business, but guess what? Here's, here's the last point. Make sure you, you, you have some, some enjoyment in this process. This is going to be the most fun you have in a concentrated period in the first couple of weeks. Your first couple of weeks are always weird. You're going to have stuff that happens. You're going to have the issue like I talked about where you don't have books and you're like, hey, I ordered all these books for the grand opening, but I got to order a bunch of books for a reorder. There's this whole, you know, getting that part done. What if no one shows up because it's raining or you know, maybe you open up in a snowy area and it snows and no one shows up. What do you do there? Right. So be ready to enjoy the moment, even in the face of something that's unpredictable. 
if it snows and rains, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to get on social media, try to jump up some online business, try to talk to people. They're probably sitting at home snowed in. They wanted to come. They were going to come until, hey, all the roads were closed. All right, cool. Let's let's get in there and talk to our community. Be ready for stuff like that. What would you do? What would you do if none of your employees showed up? Have that in there. Be ready. You know what I'd be ready for? I'm, I'm, I'm spitballing here. If none of my employees showed up for grand opening as, as I had scheduled, I'm asking customers. Like, hey, I, I've seen you before. I was at the festival. We were sitting next to each other. Women's History Month. We were awed by that great event, right? Remember me? Hey, can I list you to help me? I'll do the the checkout and the cash and the car swipe. Can you just pack some bags? Can you, can you help, you know, navigate the line? And I guarantee you, you'll find a volunteer. What? Helping out? Volunteering on the spot? You're not asking them to do six hours. You're just saying, look, can you give me 20 minutes? My employee couldn't make it. They got sick. Hey, especially in this day and age, we had COVID. Remember that? You know, people still are getting sick. So I, I just be ready. Be happy. Don't get stressed out. This is fun. It's going to feel like a lot of work. And it is a lot of work. That's not unreal. But what is real is that you have opened up a bookstore. This is an exciting moment. Another thing I would make sure to do is make sure I have a way to kind of capture the whole thing. But at the same time, be mindful that not everyone wants to be captured. If you have a videographer or photographer, try to get as many of those candid shots. But if people are in the store and they're kind of like shying away from the camera, make sure your cameraman's not not all up on them. Don't don't force people to take a picture with you. Right. Just, just be good. Be a good person. Be good people. I said your store is open. You're having fun. Right. This is this is it. Now, in this grant, in this run, we just did. We did six episodes and we went over a lot of stuff. However, we we did not go over an additional amount of stuff. If you ever have questions, resistbooksellers.com. Uh, just contact us info at resistbooksellers.com. We can help you with any questions you may have when you're trying to open up your bookstore and trying to make your piece of the of this community we call uh, Earth a better place because you have a place where literary uh, expression, literary sharing, and fun just seems to happen. Um, if you have any of those questions, just this info at Resist Bookseller, send us an email. Uh, we'd be more than happy to answer any questions you have. And here's what I also want to encourage you to do. If you have those questions, send them to us. We are willing to set up, and we will most likely do this, set up a Q&A type YouTube video, put on our YouTube page where we just answer questions that came in. So if you have a question, send it to info at resistbooksellers.com and we will make sure to get your answers take, uh, answers delivered. So this is it for run one. Run one was all about how to open up a bookstore. We went over getting yourself ready. We went over making sure you're, connected to your community, you got good data, uh, make sure you got a good business plan, how to get financed, and then also specifically how to get ready for opening up the doors. There's a lot of information packed in these six episodes. We make sure if you are interested in doing this, go back, go back and listen to an episode here and there, make sure to share it out. 
as much as possible if you know somebody else who's also looking at Open Up Bookstore. But for now, I'm Demetrius Frazier. I'm going to leave you here. Make sure to like, subscribe, and comment wherever you uh, get your plat- get your, your podcast from. Again, we're the Resist Booksellers Podcast, and I'm excited, excited. I, I finally figured it out. I'm excited, excited about this run. I think it's uh, going to help some people, and I'm excited about the next run that's coming up soon. All right, I'll leave it there. Demetrius Frazier, Resist Booksellers. You guys have a wonderful day.